Hello, Kate here and welcome back to Smart RD. World news. More than 41,000 people have died in Turkey and neighbouring Syria in the 7.8 magnitude earthquake that recently struck the region. Rescue workers and search dogs are still trying to find survivors in freezing conditions and a teenage girl was even found under the rubble 10 days after the tragedy, safe and relatively well. It's unclear how many people are still missing. The United Nations, UN, launched a flash appeal for $1 billion in aid to help the victims. People are growing increasingly angry with the government over reports of apartment blocks that were not safe and just months ago concerns were raised over how easily they would collapse in the event of an earthquake. After a devastating quake in 1999, an earthquake tax was levied to raise money for disaster prevention and emergency services development. But the government has never explained how the money is spent, giving the opposition leader an opportunity to attack President Erdogan. Business news. Meta, parent company of Facebook, is increasing spend on Mark Zuckerberg's personal security by $4 million to a huge $14 million. They believe this is right as he has specific threats to his security because of his position as the company's founder, chairman and CEO. His salary is just $1 a year, but his earnings are around $27 million due to his shareholdings, ranking him the world's 16th richest person. Meta dismissed 11,000 employees in November and is currently working on flattening its organisational structure, removing some middle management layers to speed up decision making, which will result in more job cuts. Many are questioning how these tech oligarchs can be getting richer and richer while getting rid of so many workers. To put this into perspective, the 10 richest people in the world now own more wealth than the bottom 40% of humanity. Think about that. Digest it. What kind of morality could justify such inequality? Entertainment now, and everyone you talk to at the moment is thinking about the summer holidays. So, what are some sustainable holiday ideas for 2023? Close to home, why not try the island of Menorca? It's celebrating its 30th anniversary as a UNESCO Biosphere Reserve this year and prides itself on its breathtaking nature. All hotels and guest houses will soon have to install water saving devices limit the use of paper and plastic, optimise electricity use and switch from oil to natural energy resources. They also champion locally sourced food. You can try a walking tour along the unspoilt north coast, meeting locals and learning more about the region's culture and traditions. Or how about Sri Lanka? With a new sustainable hiking trail, you can enjoy the country's tea plantations, dramatic terrain and stunning beaches. As well as immersing yourself in nature, you can learn about the culture and help its preservation and drink lots of wonderful tea. Just a couple of ideas to get your creative juices flowing. Sport now and the Rugby Guinness Six Nations is underway. What is holding Wales and Italy back and how can France and England progress to close the gap on the top two? Well, Ireland are currently in first place, followed by Scotland. Although kicks aren't the only way to win a rugby match, these are the two teams that have kicked the furthest. 
Next, we have England and France sandwiched in the middle. Lastly, we have Italy and Wales at the bottom. If we look at the number of broken tackles, France leads the way with 75 and Wales is way behind, breaking just 28 tackles in two matches, leading to a lack of tries and an inability to win battles in attack. Wales is also the least efficient team when carrying the ball, making 5.1 metres per carry versus France's 6.4. Wales have, however, committed the fewest handling errors. You can now see where many English idiomatic expressions come from. Self-development now, and as I'm sitting at my desk, I'm thinking about nipping to the local bar to get a coffee. The problem is, the coffee leads to a cake, at least in my case. It happens once, it's a nice experience, and that's okay, but it happens again and becomes a habit. There are many bad habits that we have, being late, multitasking, scrolling on our phones, smoking, negative thinking, watching too much TV, the list is endless. So how can we break bad habits? First of all, identify why you want to change. This will give you a stronger motivation and a reminder to refer back to when you're struggling. Next, consider your internal and external triggers. When the urge hits you, ask yourself when, where and with whom it happens. How you're feeling? Are you sad, bored, depressed, nervous? If you notice these clues beforehand, you might be able to catch yourself. The hard part is modifying your behaviour. So if your weakness is an afternoon cake after work, change your route home to avoid the cake shop. If it's not possible, buy some almonds or an apple instead. Instead of going for all or nothing, make small changes and build up. It's not easy and it's best to change one thing at a time. After all, if something has become a habit, a new, better situation can also become a habit to replace it. Right, podcast finished. Time for tea and a biscuit. (laughs) So that's all from Smart Eridi for now. Remember to check out the vocabulary on Superbrian and I will talk to you soon. Take care now.